It is cloudy and 70 at five at 648. You know who's responsible now for that alligator attack that killed a two-year-old at a Disney resort? We're joined by Paul Harding of Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. So this is a tragic story, and people are pointing fingers and saying, some people are saying, well, the family should have known better. There were signs posted. Other people were saying, well, how are they supposed to know? They're from Nebraska. How are they supposed to know about the alligators? There are no signs warning about the alligators. Is there blame on Disney's part here? Yeah, the question is going to be, did Disney do enough? They clearly knew that they had alligators in there. They remove alligators. Uh, they have a team that's available to do so when they see it. And they had signs up that said no swimming. And so the question is, is no swimming enough of a notice to a family or people at that Disney resort? Uh, or they have to say, use the words, alligator-infested uh, waters. And it certainly sends a different message, and that would be the question. You know, did they warn the family? Did they warn the folks who are visiting Disney enough? Do you think, though, Paul, that because it's Disney, they didn't want to put that on a sign? I, I, I just kind of thought about that where, yeah, I, you know yeah, what, I, you don't I, want to put alligator there sure. because it's the happiest place on earth? doesn't feel super friendly that, you know, here you are, and, you know, you, you can swim in certain areas of that lagoon. You can certainly take jet skis and roam around there, and you're just having a a Disney time. Yeah, that that's the argument, that, that they just didn't want to put any damper on this, just wanted to put enough warning out there, uh, but they didn't do enough. And I think that that's probably uh, what the uh, the arguments would be. I think Disney, of course, would like this thing to sort of go away as quickly as possible. And if there is a claim brought, uh, that they will want early negotiations and settlement. Um, but it comes down to a reasonable expectation. What would you think if you were there, you know, with your family and your kids, and it says no swimming, but is that no swimming because we just don't want you to go in the water here, we want you to go in the water over here, uh, or uh, did that warning really say, hey, if you swim, you, know, you may get attacked by an alligator? And the other thing, if it's for someone who is as literal as I am, I mean, the kid was ankle deep in the water. That technically wasn't even swimming. Yeah, you know, you look at this and you say, um... You know, he, he, you know, he didn't, it wasn't like he was out there splashing and he was out there, uh, looked like he was, uh, uh, you know, something that would be uh, in the traditional sense uh, vulnerable to an alligator attack. You know, he's in a few inches of water. And again, all those things sort of point to the fact that I think you need to sort of over communicate to the guests that unless they can, you know, unless there are no alligators in there, if there's a chance that there are. You have to put the word out there so people can make reasonable decisions. The one thing I did read, though, that it seems like a slam dunk, but in Florida, the law favors the tourism industry. So, uh, you know, how hard is it going to be for these for this family to to win some sort of settlement here or to take it to court even? Yeah, well, you know, again, Disney's last thing they want is more news articles. So this thing goes to trial. It's going to be covered not only you know, internationally every single day. So let's say it's a nine-day trial. You know, it's nine more days of this. And then if Disney's not cooperating, now it looks like Disney's anti-family or anti-approach here. So, yeah, I, I just don't see us hearing much about this maybe a lawsuit gets filed, and then we hear nothing. And then just kind of just one blanket statement that things are resolved and that uh, Disney's sorry about this tragedy. Yeah, Paul, I mean, that's always what Disney has been. That's what they usually do. If it gets to that point, there's usually a reach out and said, okay, let's settle and, get, and keep this out of the courts. Yep, and, and that, you know, when they, when they feel that they have done something uh, that they could have done a little bit better, absolutely. If they, but they are fighters. I mean, if they get if they get to a point where they felt that they have no liability, you know, they have lots of resources and they've been known to take it to the coast and they win because to the point that yeah, it is. Uh, they they just can't. They're going to have people. People are going to get hurt there. But certainly, you know, when, when this happens by alligators in an area that probably could have been marked a little better, there's going to be a settlement. No, we need to go, but I have to ask you real quickly. The fact that the signs are up now and the temporary fencing up now does that kind of indicate guilt a little bit, or are they just trying to? 
prevent yeah. this from happening again? Well, the, 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 rule, the law is kind of like this, that subsequent repairs or changes or warnings are not admissible in a trial. So meaning you couldn't go and show, hey, you fixed the steps or you fixed the problem. You must have known it was a problem back then. Not admissible. So whatever they do now would be something that could not be brought up into trial. WGY legal analyst Paul Harding of Martin Harding and Mazzani, 1-800-LAW-1010. Paul, thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Paul.